Hi, and welcome to another episode of Kastoshi. In today's episode, we'll do something a little bit different. I've been making the podcast since uh, November last year, and we've done 25 episodes so far. So I just wanted to have a quick recap into where we've been, what we've done in those episodes, and where we want to go. So um, I hope you enjoyed the episode. Hi, welcome to a special edition of Kastoshi, where I go over the past 25 episodes of Kastoshi and I talk about what was discussed in those episodes and I also start to think about why I started Kastoshi and whether Kastoshi has um, achieved the aims that I wanted it to. So... Let's get started. Okay, so here's the website, kastoshi.net. Now, let's um, look at the previous episodes. So, the first episode... Okay, so this first episode was just me sitting in my garage and... Um, I was literally just talking about um, why I'm starting the podcast and it was stuff like I want to learn how blockchains work properly and um, I also wanted to understand it at a deeper level and, uh, and th that's what I was talking about in this episode. It, it was literally just myself speaking. Okay, that was the first episode. <laughs> um that was in November last year. Okay. The second episode. Okay. So the second episode is talking about an article that I wrote in 2015. And that article was about Bitcoin and where I saw it was going to go. At that time... This, so this was like seven years ago. And at that time I saw... Um, well... the time Bitcoin was like $200. <laughs> and I was saying it's going to go to a million dollars. So I did have a thesis. And the basic thesis was... Um, basically I had everything stolen in the MT Gox hacks, hack. Um, and... I never saw Bitcoin as money simply because I thought it was going to fluctuate too much. And I think that's correct. I mean, people see it as a store of value, more like people see property. Um, and I also, um, I also saw Bitcoin is being used to timestamp transactions and that's kind of happened with other blockchains. Um, I also wrote um, that Bitcoin's value will go up simply because it costs a lot of money to actually to mine it, which is one thing we know today. But another thing is it costs a lot of money to store it. So I, I said in 2015 that Bitcoin will will end up being stored 
like a, tradi a traditional bank stores money and it will need paper wallets, vaults, security, guards, insurance and that and that's a, a, an ongoing cost so that's that will increase the value of bitcoin as well simply because it costs a lot to store um i i did in my episode um in in this second episode i did talk about what i got right and wrong um with my prediction and I think one thing I didn't foresee was the rise of DeFi and um, and smart contracts and all that. So, um, and the reason why this matters to me is is I want to know where crypto is going because I'm building things in the space and I don't want to I don't want to build applications that um, that are on a dead end kind of like if you know in the old days you know if you built an application on the palm pilot now you probably never heard of the palm pilot you, you just use the iphone so i want to make sure i don't end up developing today an application on the equivalent of the palm pilot which is a dead end so it doesn't matter where you build things um the third episode this was in december and this was when I was um, trading and learning about DeFi and yeah, I, I lost a small fortune, maybe a, you could even call it a big fortune <laughs> on DeFi on um, Phantom and the downside is I lost a fortune for myself and certain people but I also learn a huge amount of knowledge sometimes you have to get punched in the face to actually learn something <laughs> and this was me getting punched in the face i hadn't made the loss yet here i made the loss around a few months later actually okay um episode four was when i was just starting to learn smart contracts solidity and i was just um what was I doing here? Yeah, I was just looking at the language. And since this episode, I've actually learned a lot of solidity and written quite a few smart contracts. So, um, and, and this was part of why I wanted to um, make the podcast in the first place. Because I wanted to learn how crypto works at a deep level. And I, and I still feel that learning solidity is an important part of that okay episode five was actually my first episode with an outside company with gamers gold with stefan kierkegaard um so they're making a DeFi platform uh, let's see how they're doing gamers gold okay they're still building and, and i think they've um got a deal i, th I think they've been building with concordium blockchain but i'm not sure but um it'll be interesting to maybe get an update from them at some point or to see how they're doing so i wish them good luck but so that was december so okay we could in a few months see how they're doing so the idea of what they're doing is that you have gamers doing 
uh, doing um, battles on on different gaming um, on different online games. Some of them on the blockchain, some not on the blockchain. And as far as I can remember, uh, when the game is finished, um, there's some sort of log that comes out of the games to say who won and what the score was. So the idea of game is gold is that they take the, they find out who won. And and people get tokens based on, um, on 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 who won the battle in that game, and they're trying to make a universal token that runs over every single game, so that people can basically earn money if they're a good gamer. So it'll be interesting to 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 see what happens with that. Okay, so um, episode six. Um, we never got approval to to release that because it was a great episode we had a fantastic guest um but unfortunately um yeah i can't really talk about that <laughs> but uh but maybe one day we'll release that uh a hugely hugely edited version um episode 7 was an in interview with uh this was um about six months ago now so frank shuil of cefalo you may not have heard of them but they're the largest uh, bitcoin exchange in sweden and uh i think they've gone public on nasdaq so um they're doing well as a company fantastic as a company but they've got a very small market cap but anyway this is not financial advice so um this is uh just to let you know who they are and they, they were talking about the market and um what people are doing and um very interesting so if you want to buy bitcoin in sweden use the fellow okay um this was very good i interviewed sam kamani of insider and i think insider insider was like a prediction market where you could you could try and predict the price of bitcoin or any crypto token in the future and somehow it would learn from that and um uh yeah it was interesting um anyway i think sam has now joined um another company called let me see um uh, he's written a book as well called a 30 day startup he's done a ted talk i right, found a sam kamani oh anyway i think he's working for another company is it moonstream i'm not sure now but he was the first I'd say really knowledgeable in a deep way in, in, into how Web3 and smart contracts work. Um, so, yeah, he's here. He's, he's working at Moonstream, which he actually um, helped me interview as well. So, he's, 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 he's great. Fantastic. He's fantastic. So... I was learn so through him I was starting to learn about like uh, how people get hacked and stuff like that. Um, episode nine was of 
Arvin Cam Camche, who um, who basically helps people market NFT projects, and he had some multi-million pound projects that he marketed. So, um, so yeah, he, he's had he's um, he he got into NFTs at the at the right time, and um, and uh, yeah, it was very educational for me because he showed me that whether you're doing nfts or something else at the end of the day you have to have a proper like strategy you can't if you're just doing it to make a quick buck it's not a good project um you know you have to have like a strategy and you have to have a roadmap going forward because otherwise what are people buying you know like people are buying into your vision as well so he's fantastic he, he was he was great um so what was after that after that was Ah, okay, so what was the company? The company here was um, I'm trying to find the name of it. Ah, that's it, yeah. Here, Green Hashes. So they're trying to make... Um, they're trying to make a system where at that time where they were saying that um you could capture carbon and it's 500 times cheaper than any other method i don't know if they've had it how they are with that but maybe that's something we could catch up on at some point apna carbon that's an indian saying means our carbon i think <laughs> in hindi i think okay so um that was that episode then after that i spoke to ah this was uh, moonstream.io who sam kamani introduced me to and i think sam is part of them now and they were good because they're good what they do is they they build blockchain infrastructure to to try and secure web gaming companies so very interesting thing you should check them out moonstream they're here moonstream here very interesting company very technical at a deep level um there's a few of these companies now but um but yeah they're good um really knows his stuff and you know in, at the at the solidity ethereum level so it's a very deep level okay next we that was this one next uh katie chunakis so she really taught me about um nfts um so so she's like a uh She's a, a former um, actor, and now she's and, and she's also been a musician. I think appearing with Fifty Cent in a concert as well, and she she's now um, she's doing uh, music. She's still doing music, and she's also releasing. She uh, she's got some like TV shows. And she's re released a lot of her work as NFTs. So she really opened my eyes 
as to um, as to the fact that um, NFTs are like a big business now, you know, and 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 that Hollywood is is really um, getting into a- NFTs because I was always thinking that NFTs were just like you know a few of us geeks, but I was um, I, I was not I, I was wrong. It, it was it's really a lot bigger than I thought, and Katie really helped me to understand that. So thanks, Katie, and um, and she she really like gets out there in the space, and she's very um, she's a real doer. <laughs> um she she really like goes out and just does you know like an nft collection an art collection a music collection i was quite impressed um okay um where's katie anyway let's find out where's katie chonakis.com is it chonakis.com so here's her website check it out yeah Oh, she's got some new projects as well. Podcast host as well. Okay. So, next one is... um, Ah, okay. So, this is Project Kepler. This is is interesting. So, let's have a look. So, this is a metaverse and what it is now i remember this episode so some cool guys and they are um they're trying to build a metaverse which is hyper realistic and they're trying to do it so that people who have a big fan base can basically invite their fans online and so let's see how they're doing this when was this this was in may and uh okay they're still building i think but, oh, they've got Kepler Marketplace coming soon. Um, oh, I can't see what it is. Okay, so there's quite a few people involved. Um, yeah, I spoke to these guys. Um, Tom and Urav. So, okay. Um yeah interesting so they're still working on it it looks like they're still working on it um okay here's another one i did um carbon trading on the blockchain episode 14 so this was oh yeah this is oh these are interesting guys who are trying to they do this thing called 6C index and 6C index um, they're trying to make a new type of carbon trading um, um, token I think so that I can't remember exactly how it works to be honest but it was uh, but they tra- they're trying to reduce they're trying to reduce um like they're trying to make it so that these when companies produce carbon they actually pay the true cost of that carbon production something like that anyway it's um it's very interesting oh the uh, i can see here they're built on telos blockchain which is one of the ethereum compatible um blockchains i think 
yeah yeah it's an EVM Ethereum virtual machine of course it makes sense to say the green I guess <laughs> uh, if it's a carbon thing um, so these guys are still going and uh, yeah, I spoke to these guys I think the video went on, I, I spoke to Damien Clank and Daniel and uh, I think they kept hopping on and off the call or something but we did see that they were actually there <laughs> it wasn't me just talking to myself oh there yeah they were at some point but anyway um, okay so that was quite interesting they, they got quite a lot of views because um, we just started out and that was in June uh, okay and then this one here a journey from traditional to crypto finance oh this was fantastic this was with uh, Martha and um, she used she worked in traditional finance for many years and she's moved to crypto um, and now she, and she's basically she basically told us how um, how financial people are learning like crypto development like solidity and learning you know because solidity is the language of smart contracts so I learned a lot of, uh, uh, from her and she also because she came from uh, South America she was saying how she saw a lot of the same things happening with inflation now in the West happened in South America many years ago and you know how we have to be careful because it, it, because at first we might disbelieve there's a problem but there could be a serious problem um, anyway she was fantastic um, this episode how not to move the market with Noah um, he was very interesting um, so he's so one of the things he's trying to solve is when you're um, trading um, on an exchange you have prob you can have problems with liquidity um, especially if you have a large buy or sell order so he was he's trying to find a way so that you can smooth the curve and um, and you don't have these big spikes, jumps and drops. And uh, he he's from this company called he's he's made something called Cordisk. So that was very interesting. Uh, very clever guy. This guy here. So we'll we'll keep tabs on him to see if anyone um, actually starts to use his system. M maybe some exchanges will license it you never know um, okay so what's this one building Kickstarter for the crypto world um, ah so these guys are trying to build yeah like basically Kickstarter but in crypto so um, sounded very interesting let's see are these they're um oh well, they're still around trying to revolutionize funding and when we're talking about this we're talking about things like DAOs, daos that that's spelled so DAOs and things like that they're still around um still early access so i guess i like some of the companies i interviewed were very um like they don't have products yet 
like which ones of these these guys don't have a product yet um, this one doesn't have a product um, this one doesn't yet uh, this one doesn't yet uh, this one doesn't okay so some of them some of them are in the market already and some of them are developing um, I guess going forward I'd like to interview people who've actually built and released stuff uh, if possible or, 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 or close to it so anyway um, anyway Kickstarter for the crypto world is a very good idea because you can build it with a DAO and um, yeah it's a good idea then this one was interesting Tin DeFi Yuan Gasca so um, very confident guy um, and he's trying to build a system where all of these really early stage crypti, crypto projects can basically go to get evaluated and trade and um, yeah I mean if he work if he gets it working it'll be amazing because I mean there's, there's literally thousands of um, places on the web where people are trying to you could say shill or you know to um, you know sell their early ICO um, but he's trying to make a special platform for it so that you don't have to go to a million different places um, anyway uh, very interesting let's see if this works out um, I, I don't know I mean they've got quite a few people working and um, yeah we'll see okay very confident guy he might he, he could uh, uh, so anyway this was very good this is a company that's been around for like I think 10 20 years or something and uh, this is a former Sony PlayStation executive and he's also you know he's done a lot of like superheroes marketing and stuff like that and uh, um, he's now moved to uh, where is it he's moved to good gaming um, and they've made something called micro buddies so this is a very old company um, publicly traded as well fantastic guest he was and he basically said um, when you're going to make NFTs or anything he said you have to have a brand story you know don't just say like NFTs are just a technology he was saying you know like you know you have to think of your brand first and then realize there's different outlets for that brand it might be TV it could be Netflix TV series it could be a cartoon a comic an NFT so don't just look at the technology and say I'm just about the technology he said look at the you know there has to be a business around it and that means uh, proper like branding so he's might so this is one of the successful um, brands they have okay um, okay so David Sterling fantastic host and they're doing really well okay next we had um, oh yeah this was interesting so tokenizing food um, production on the blockchain this was um, yeah this was um, uh, Ashish um, and what they do is if you're a farmer in um, in India 
you can basically take your food produce and if you don't think you're going to get the best price in market at the moment then what you do is you um you uh you, you take your food produce to one of his 1400 warehouses in india and they give you like 70 percent of the value of that food and then as long as it's something that doesn't you know that that can last for a few months up to a few months in the and then and then um once you can you realize you can sell the um produce at market then you you, you get the product back and uh, you know you, you pay off the initial loan and you can get the the product back and um and then you go and sell it at market so it's for it's for farmers who might have cash flow issues um and then and then they want to just you know and then they don't want to sell their produce at, at too low a price so i've got high hopes for this company this is um, Brew Finance here. Fantas fantastic idea. Really like putting, mi mixing um, DeFi in the real world. It was amazing. And I, I did try and ask him some tough questions and he he was able to answer most of the stuff. So he, that was good. And I, th I want to keep track of them. Okay. Uh, what was next? Ah. Oh. Next was was um was this one mental health now this is a big issue because a lot of people who who um have who, who in crypto have could have mental health issues because you might have suddenly made or lost probably mo most likely lost a lot of money so um so Harla Abdul was basically talking about this like psychology behind it and you can get help you know and, and if you get help it's good because if you're in crypto you don't want to make too many emotional decisions you want to make you know you don't want to be you know start panicking and then suddenly sell everything at the lowest price and then buy everything at the highest price and that's what FOMO is fear of missing out and a lot of people do that they buy at the highest price because they're buying based on emotion you know so stick to the facts but if you're having issues you should check out um harla's um a website and i apologize i read misspelt her name on the um on the podcast but actually so harla abdul that's a b d u l um and she she can help you with uh mental health issues related to crypto um then we talk then we I talked with Labelcoin and they seem to be um very interesting because they um I mean oh where was I? <laughs> it's either one or were we ever both on the call at the same time? I don't know. No, maybe not. I don't know what happened there. Um but anyway, so um so mark is making a platform so that if you're an artist you can sell your music you know parts of it as an nft and that's that's very interesting because um and they've even got people quite a few people signed up already so i didn't get many hits on that i'm not sure why because it was a i thought he was a, a very interesting guest 
so um, let's see oh what's happened here ah okay so how it works yeah you sell a future income stream of your music and they have actually got quite a few people uh, on their platform um, and uh, yeah and I'd actually heard some of the stuff before actually I, I will admit so um, yeah very good concept if you're a musician or want to invest in music they've got big ambitions um, okay that's label coin Next, oh, this was fantastic maybe my favorite episode Brian DeMint who wrote Bitcoin evangelism the book here um, and he really knows his stuff and he talked about Bitcoin and um, inflation and how the US could get out of debt and all sorts of stuff and uh, he, he was very interesting um, oh, uh, so he's also a martial artist as well by the way but that's got nothing to do with crypto it's just something I realized when I was watching his videos um, so yeah um, very good book um, so I'm going to catch up with him at some point as well again then um, episode 24 Radix who make a DeFi platform I think they were valued at quite a few billion dollars at one point and uh, we did this recently we got quite a few hits um and um, basically they're trying to uh, they've made their own blockchain and they've made their own development system and they're trying to and they've made their own language as well um, so they're not using solidity to build smart contracts and um, and they're trying to basically reimagine all of DeFi so it's a hugely ambitious project quite a few people working there very smart guys and um, yeah i mean um I'm, uh, this is definitely one to watch because there's a few of these big world computer type projects like dfinity radix um ethereum of course um solana solana so this is like the first blockchain i'd say that i've actually interviewed and, I, and i'd like to interview more blockchains um then the latest episode was um, with Jeff Hancock of um, of CoinPass, and he um, and we we had a good like we just discussed a few current events because we wanted to test the podcast with um, with dis a discussion about some news items you know like current news items um, so so that was very interesting and um, yeah. So that that's the 25 episodes we've had so far. Um since about epi since about halfway through, I think since is it here or here? I think since episode 14 you could see that the um you can see that the imagery has changed because this is where Damex, which is a local um Gibraltar based uh, exchange and OTC desk a uh, fantastic company has um, taken over the editing and they're starting to and they've, they've been providing some input to us to the podcast uh, so um, 
yeah, there, there was a bit of a change, and we're experimenting with different things anyway uh, to try and increase the view to start to increase the viewership now. Now, I said I'd talk about why I did this podcast, and in the beginning, it was really just a um, a way for myself to learn about crypto. And I can honestly say I've really become quite expert in a lot of stuff in crypto because I've been building my own platform here yaz.com and I want to make sure that uh, it's an open source project as well you can see here um, it's um, it's 500 and something stars and um, I want to make sure that I build my own product which is which uses a lot of crypto in the back end and I want to make sure I build it in the right way you know not just say this is crypto I want to make sure I understand crypto where it's going what it can do um, so that I only use the parts of crypto that make sense, if they make sense. And, and Yaz, just so you know, it's basically a decentralized development tool. So you can build apps that can't be taken down and it's open source. So you can also just have like a, an app store in your company and stuff like that. Okay. So I'm trying to gain knowledge for that project. And I think I've get, I, I, I started to have gained most of that knowledge by about I'd say about June this year, I was quite comfortable. Um, but now, I, I, there's still a lot of stuff I, I have to learn. And um, I, I, up to now, I've been speaking to, you know, a lot of different projects. But I need to start diving deeper into really technical interviews. Kind of like with these guys, like with Radix or with um, Brian DeMint. Um or um, a anyone who can talk to me about you know how different mechanisms within the blockchain work because I'm very interested in for example should I just deploy an Ethereum or Polygon if I have to make an asset how should that asset work cross-chain multi-token that sort of thing um, so I'm, I also need to start building up a roadmap of where I see the future going and that that could be something that's also useful to viewers of the podcast so so you might notice in a lot of my episodes i i, I often say to um t to the guests I, I say i say to the guests i say um where do you see the future and a lot of guests are sometimes a bit phased by this but you know and they say i have no idea but i, I want to find people with an opinion who, who, who are who are planning and strategizing about where the future is going to be in one two five ten fifteen twenty years because the further forward you can look, the the, bet, the better short-term decisions you can make. So I really want to start doing some technical interviews. Um, and as I said earlier, we're also starting a weekly news segment as well. And that's going to be with um, with someone from Knightsbridge, um, Mark. His name is... Um, they're a local company here in Gibraltar. Uh, okay. Okay, so I think um, I think that's it. Um, so overall, I'm quite happy with how the podcast has gone, but up to now, it's kind of been um, just me learning the basics of crypto. But now I, I really want to start diving deep, deep diving, and I want to start um, really looking into a lot of concepts from people like Balaji, who, who's who's got this concept of the network state, network state. Um, here and um, 
it's basically saying that you can start to have countries built uh, based on cryptocurrency and things like that. So, um, yeah, I think I think that I, I, I'll um, finish it here. But but so far, you know, I've, I've had a I've, st- I've I've got it started. I've got the momentum going now, and now I really need to uh, go to the next level. So. Thanks a lot for listening. Thank you.